Okay, so that's usually sound that I want to hear. So hello everyone, welcome to first SEO happy hour in this year. So as you may know me, I'm Adriana Boyadin. I'm SEO manager and coach for SEO professionals. My purpose uh, in life, I think, especially in this SEO journey, is to actually talk about these specific topics about the mindset. And today we have a very special guest, uh, Erika, and I need to... Uh, I will try to pronounce your surname, Varangoli. Uh, so thank you so much for joining. Uh, in our initial call, I I think I have been impressed by you, by your, uh, not just like as your journey, by the position that you are uh, doing now and how you can, uh, how you did align like all these things to your personality, being authentic, like even there is not so many uh, positions that's, uh, you are holding um, now so um, that today that is something that we will discuss how to be successful SEOs but uh, we really want to uh, align that success with our personality and to just like be kind of like perfect match so thank you so much for joining welcome to SEO happy hour Adriana, thank you so much for inviting me. Um, I was looking forward to that. Happy New Year to you and everyone listening to us. Um, so yeah, looking forward to to discussing all these things. Although when I hear the the term success combined with my name, it always sounds a bit uh, <laughs> strange. But hopefully, some of the things we discuss are useful, uh, for mm -hmm. maybe inspirational. I hope. I hope. Oh, it will be definitely. Okay, before we move to the core topic, and that is about success and alignment with our personality, uh, I would like to just like hear a little bit about your SEO journey, uh, just kind of some highlights that you want to share with us, and then we will go deep into topics. Okay. So let me start at the end because you were also talking about it. So currently my role at Samrush, I work at, at Samrush, have been for the past four years, actually, um, is head of SEO branding. And my journey in SEO started about 12 years ago when also my journey in the UK started. So I'm originally from Greece. You pronounce my name perfectly, by the way. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I know that was stressing you, um, but um, so yeah, 12 years ago, I left Greece for the UK. Back in Greece, I was doing something very different. So I was in journalism. My studies are in law, which I don't really advertise a lot, and then in communication and cultural studies. But yeah, I was working in magazines as a journalist and then moving to the UK Around that time, that was like 2012, um, I could see globally the, the industry changing, right? So even publications and publishers, traditional publishers were having a very hard time. And there was a lot of resistance to online. I think they didn't really know how to address it back then. But for me, it was, you know, the the barrier of the language and the cultural barrier. Like I came to the UK, but I had never lived here before. I had only visited once in my life for 10 days. Um, so the barrier, that cultural barrier, plus my curiosity, like what is this online marketing that everyone's talking about? Like I, I was using social media 
personally and for the publications I was working for, but it was all nothing to do with strategy as we mean it now, right? With all the experiences and platforms we have. So I wanted to go into that. And I decided that I would come to the UK because I could see that it was way more advanced as a market to do online marketing, to go into SEO. I didn't really know which part of online marketing I liked, um, but I wanted definitely to find out. So I'm not going to tire everyone with a thorough uh, explanation of 12 years, but I was I was fortunate enough that at some point someone trusted me, an agency trusted me with a role of digital marketing executive, which was perfect uh, because it allowed me to, to work on many different channels and many different clients and sort of get to, to learn a lot. Um, and I got to learn a lot because I was very curious because it was a small agency, so it needed to provide a lot of value for its clients in order to retain them. Um, so yeah, that, that was a great experience. And then naturally my progression because of my, uh, background and experiences, it was more towards content marketing, but I was really interested in SEO. Like, you know, I, I, I saw it as an umbrella. So is content marketing, like content marketing. If you speak with anyone, you will end up probably dis discussing everything because it involves content and then content is everything. Um, but I was particularly interested in like organic programs, organic strategies that involve content, involve creative ideas as well. Um, so, so my progression through agencies or in-house roles, there were uh, there was a mix of both uh, more heavily towards agencies in the first um, six, seven years. Um, it was mainly uh, in SEO roles, so content, content strategy, head of content, um, head of SEO, director of SEO a couple of international uh, roles like international marketing or international digital uh, strategies, um, which then led me to to Samrush, uh, where I started as their global content strategist and then director of SEO and search, and then head of international brand and now head of SEO brand. So four years, four roles, uh, <laughs> I realize now. Um, but yeah, in... In the end, if if I look at these like first twelve years, um, they they allowed me to be able to dip in many different channels, many different types of strategies or clients or industries, and then I progressively found myself more and more interested and um, able to to figure out things when it comes to to SEO versus, for example, paid. I think I was never good at paid. I was just nodding many times. And and I understand it. I understand it, but it never really hooked me as much as SEO did, for example. That is something that I'm seeing across all uh, SEO professionals. They really have passion, uh, passion for SEO. So, and definitely if you are not passionate about SEO, you can't do that be regarding all these changes and like updates that we are doing. So that is like the same thing for all SEO professionals. Yeah, I think something's wrong with us. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, we, we are, I think, very passionate. I, I want to like uh, maybe not be the most likable person now and say it's not just SEOs who love their jobs, it's other professions that do as well. But I think especially in SEO, you you really have to to have that passion or that curiosity 
And I think you also, to be a good SEO, you have to, to have a very good balance of, of being confident in what you know, continually build on your knowledge and investigation of things. But you also need to be confident enough to, to admit that you don't know everything. You do not have like the the key to any black boxes or, you know, what I often say is it's not physics. The apple doesn't always fall. So yeah, <laughs> it, it requires, I think, that kind of, um, I, th I think it's confidence. I think it's confidence to be able to say, you know, I'm, I'm learning, I'm, I'm testing things, but I do not come into it professing to have all the answers straight away, but I'm definitely curious and and able to find out or or figure it out in the end yeah and if you don't know like that's totally okay because you um you are worthy at the same level as others like that know that knowledge or about specific SEO. Yeah. so uh, that is something that also as, as your professionals are struggling with uh about like feeling good enough um pressuring themselves to actually know everything about uh, SEO but like that's impossible and like that's it's totally it's totally fine if you don't know and you you can say like clients team members like hey I don't know but I will check it yeah and and I think you know in traditional let's say more traditional um professions or business environments right it's the norm has been that you know the more you also progress or the more years you work the more you know this is also the case with seo but seos are in that peculiar situation whereby compared to um i don't know um a salesperson or an hr person or a developer or someone else maybe they find themselves screaming internally that i don't know anything that like i cannot commit that the outcome will be X. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, historically in business, a big part of the convention between employees and employers is that you know, that you always know that, you know, you have the answers or um, you have one direction that will work. If it doesn't work, it's going to be something else. But with SEO, that balance and that kind of always something happening in a certain way, bringing always that result is not the case. And I think that's where the struggle comes from. It's like people feeling that or having to deal also with clients, with their agencies or with um, managers and bosses who say, okay, so we expect this. This is perfectly uh, feasible or this is what we've seen others doing because you get a lot of that online as well, like success stories. I did this. Here's my secret formula. You can have it. And, and that information transferred and communicated like this widely creates a lot of misconceptions, uh, which if you're honest or if, if you're just able to know some things, you'd know that is not always the case. So mm -hmm. you fight back. You need to, to push back sometimes and say, wait a minute. <laughs> That's not yeah. the case necessarily. And that takes courage, I think. Okay. That takes courage. Uh, what what kind of courage do you think it's needed to be successful and to find a, a success that is aligned with your personality? Hmm. 
So you mean be successful as an SEO and like your progression or to be accepted as an SEO by a wider audience? There's there's a lot mm -hmm. of, I think we start with, uh, with defining success, right? And, and I think that cannot be defined in one way. Like my definition is, is probably very different to everyone else that we might ask if we did a poll right now. Of course, there are for, for adults growing up, you know, there are standards of, okay, success may have to do with um, like your compensation, how much do you earn or um, fame, how many people know and respect you. We can go even back to Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Is, is success, if, if it's going by stages, then when you start maybe even securing that good paycheck that gets you to be autonomous and do something you are interested in is, is great success. But 10 years down the line, is that still a success? For some people, maybe. For others, it may never have been the case. It may have always been about learning as they go. So um, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to define success for everyone. For me, um, it also has changed through the years. Mm -hmm. Imagine like when I when I came to the UK, success was find someone crazy enough to give me a job to do this for the first time ever. Um, but over time, as as I got invested into it and I started learning, success was to to get to a level for myself to feel that I know enough to feel confident that I know what I'm doing, um, which of course never works this way. It works the other way around. The more you learn, the more you realize you don't know. <laughs> so, um, so over the years, this this is changing. If I go back to Maslow's hierarchy of needs for me, definitely um, feel feel that sentiment of belonging in a community mm -hmm. of people that I respect tremendously for their knowledge and just getting to to talk with them and, and be peers with them sometimes for me is extremely rewarding and, and makes me feel, wow, that's success. Like, you know, five years ago, I was reading everything they were writing and I was learning from them. And now we we talk and, and we collaborate on things. So so this is great for me. Um, and getting to do more or new things, right? So that um, that feeling sometimes when I dive into something new that I'm going to be terrible and fail miserably is also the kind of feeling that I find myself looking for if I've been feeling quite confident in what I'm doing for a while. So there's there's an opposite, a reverse instinct uh, that says to me the moment you're given a proposal or being offered something that triggers, you know, fear, uh, very negative emotions, fear of failure, that is probably a good signal that you should go for it. So yeah, these are these are the things I am I am attaching to to how I see myself progressing and feeling that am I moving like in a good direction? Yeah. I think you tackled a few important things here, and that is something that we are helping here other SEO professionals to find and define their success. So just 
for them to actually be aware that seeing all these things on LinkedIn promotions uh, or uh, and everything that has been shared on LinkedIn, that doesn't mean that that is success for them. And they always need to define what they really want to be, to achieve, how they want, uh, what they kind of need in that moment. And also being okay that like in this like current stage, they are okay with that, but that doesn't mean for the next year, for the for the few uh, years in the future, they are they will not be aligned with some something else. So whatever kind of like you want, title, salary, specific company, international companies, like it's totally okay. But you also don't need to get everything in once and just like if you are lacking all these things to be kind of like unsatisfied with your current position yeah and two things on that adriana one is that when i look at seo right is is probably one of the uh let's say fields of knowledge right where you have so many options um, you have so many uh, specialties within SEO. So actually we're saying SEO, SEO professional, and my skill compared to someone else's skills may be so different that either we shouldn't be called both SEOs or SEO is such a wide space that to to expect excellence across so many different fields is is really hard. So this is a good thing, though, like once people realize that it offers so many options and routes and so many more today than like 10 or 12 years ago when I was starting, right? 12 years ago, it was unless you're a good technical SEO, you cannot even think of going um, reaching like a higher in the hierarchy position um, as an SEO director, for example. Um, once you realize that the the thing that unlocks for you is that. First of all, for you can work in SEO as a freelancer, as a consultant, in-house, agency. There are so many different formats of what that work or job looks like that you need to actually know what works well for you and, and try it. Maybe you think, you know, a role in a, in a huge company is going to be great for me. And you may do that for a year or two and realize that actually this is terrible. I, I would be better off as, as a consultant or freelancer or agency side. Then the other thing is, what are the things you want to do? Like if you put me, uh, if you ask me now to, to work uh, on things that I was working for years ago and and just do this again, I would be miserable. Not because I don't like them, but because I don't just want to do that but I've chosen a path and I've specialized in some things over some others and that has allowed me to to get to that sense of I know what I'm doing I'm learning more like I'm reading I this is not just my nine to five it's kind of like you know who who I am as well I like doing this and I like reading about it so it can change and it should change I think because SEO is also dependent on changes happening outside of us right it's Google it's the economy, it's the businesses, it's AI, it's everything else also impacts a lot what our um, day looks like. But don't feel that pressure that SEO is one thing. I see 10 people very famous online and on social all the time. This is what they're doing. I should do the same. You probably shouldn't. You probably yeah. should should look somewhere else and also think 
when I'm thinking of of the community, like some experts, some really widely respected experts, and some of them I am lucky enough to know, they have worked really hard and they really do work hard now. So it's not like, oh, are they so lucky or am I ever going to be like them? You're going to be like you. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> you're not going to be um, Erica or or someone else. But that's the good thing. Like it's not physics. So there's there's way more approaches to, to what we do. There's not just one approach. Um, and that's what people need to find out. They need to find out who they are, what, what, you know, really satisfies and connects with them. And that's when they have the biggest chances to become brilliant at SEO. Mm -hmm. And how you think that, that can, this is something that they can discover? Because definitely this is the, the huge opportunity that you mentioned to be authentic. But for people, when they when we are telling them, like, just be authentic, that's the worst case scenario that you can tell them because, like, they don't know how to be authentic. So let's talk about some ways to actually, like, discover what they want, to discover how to, to find their success and also how to uh, find their authenticity. Okay. So I think it goes... It goes more into trying the things. And and what I mean is because SEO is so diverse, right? I don't think you can decide from the outset that this is it. Mm, this is what I have to do because everyone's doing it. So I have to do it because it may not cover you. So for example, when they're taking their first steps, right? First jobs, uh, first roles, or starting to work on SEO, or maybe they're working on their own projects, right? This is a very typical path for many SEOs. They, they started learning themselves by setting up their own projects. You will come to work on, on probably different, with different teams, different skill sets, and different projects. So observe what you are good at, what entices you to learn more and how do you feel after doing it so it sounds very basic but in my first role right I was getting to write link build do social media outreach um, do analytics do do a lot of different things for clients and every single task I was doing well I got that sense of accomplishment but getting um, content, for example, to be shared or go viral made me feel much happier um, than, I don't know, fixing 301 errors. So this is, this is a basic thing, but this is projecting yourself also in the future. Like if I learned that, if I learned to do that better, what entices me to, to want to learn more? What do I like reading? about right when i when i look at these things what captures my attention and it is beyond that what gives me that idea that if i get to do more and more of in my life in the future will make me happier than doing the other thing so depending on how curious you are and i think in seo you have to be curious to be good um you know, especially when you start or as you go, you may get curious about many things. Like I still read all the time about things that I don't get to apply and they don't apply to my role, but I'm naturally curious to understand how they connect or because it's about solving a puzzle. But that is a very different thing 
to to getting that deeper satisfaction of I did this, I accomplished this, and this is great. And I think people just just need to be much more in touch with themselves and and project if a future doing X versus a future doing Y seems better. What do they want to invest their time, knowledge, energy into doing more of in the future and work towards that? Um, another way I think is don't listen to the sirens. Uh, <laughs> is uh, <laughs> I love it. There's there's many of them. So you know every. Ooh, if I had if I have um I don't know. 10 cents for every time SEO was dead, for every time that AI is going to take our jobs, for every time something is king, something else is queen, everything's going to die because of this. Like we would have quit and, and done something else many years ago. It doesn't mean it will not happen in the future, but that is the case with pretty much most professions right now. Like that is development in a society mm -hmm. that advances. But beyond those extreme examples that you know are in our industry when i say close your ears to the sirens is follow your path regardless of whether someone or many people on linkedin say this is what i'm doing this is the future of this you should go into that um i've been told by one of my managers that you will never get to be like me because um, you're not like your experience is not extensive in technical SEO. And at the time, I took it as a blessing because I was like, okay, so I need to be better at this. I need to to learn more. But reality is, I'm probably much worse than most technical SEO experts out there. And the reason for that is that I never really wanted to specialize in that, right? Um, it doesn't mean that back then when I felt that this is where I see my future, this is where I see things going, this is the skill set I want to build for myself. If I had listened to everyone saying, no, unless you know technical SEO as well as this and this and that person, you're not going to go anywhere. I would have probably chosen a very different path and probably not liked it. So again, that has to do with, with also valuing your experiences and what you want to do. And, and not just following the path that someone else has mapped for themselves or, uh, you know, people around them. Yeah, I think also we need to uh, uh, highlight the, the dangers that is coming from the following path that is not aligned with us uh, for the following something that we are seeing in others and that, that we not like it because um, when we are doing our job and we uh, like it, like we can do that like for a few weeks, for a few months, maybe years, but like definitely there is no future in that. So uh, uh, just like doing what you really love and I love and you mentioned actually to tracking your feelings and uh, being in connection with yourself, that is actually that will provide us and we will see that kind of like signals that are feeling good for us and then we can continue in that path. And there yeah. is no mistake when you are when you are connecting what you truly are with the with the job and the path that you are doing because doesn't matter what happening economic AI definitely you will be able to again create a new opportunity in your life in your current company in the new company because you you have that kind of like uh, trust 
first in yourself so you can do whatever you you want uh in across different companies yeah for sure or or for yourself the mm -hmm. number of people i know who are fantastic seos but you know they were treated as a disaster within um the framework of companies and then went on to do something on their own on their own terms and 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 do seo how they feel or you know grew a project that they started that they really felt strongly about um is is a big number of people i know mm -hmm. like in industry um or the opposite like freelancing or consulting is not for everyone some people prefer to be in the context of of a company or an agency work with teams work with people closer you know there we are fortunate enough to have different models apply to to this industry and different personalities and different specialties so so i really think that the key is in is in just listening um to yourself and and valuing yourself and your future much more than you know what do i see in the next step only or what someone tells me i should be doing no just just don't do that yeah just listen to yourself but i think it's it's hard to actually build that trust listening to yourself it is and also this shows how much older i am to many probably people listening to us and i will not pretend that i was like that from the start like at the mm -hmm. start i was like whatever anyone trusts me to do i'll just dive in and do it because i want to learn the thing is you start building that confidence and that trust by diving in and testing things and failing right and i cannot tell you how many times i've done a terrible job or failed at something but failure doesn't always taste the same either so it is the opposite side of what we were talking about earlier about like success feeling very different um you know if you if you are successful with one thing versus another also failure doesn't doesn't feel the same um beyond helping you learn about something like the topic you were working on or the task it also helps you learn things about yourself so through failing or succeeding i've i've found out things that i may be good at or i may be terrible at but I don't want to do anyway. So, you know, my my measurement is not, ooh, I'm really good at that. That's what I'm going to do. I may be good at some things and I'm like, I'm so bored. I don't want to do those things. And I may be terrible at some things and really, really suck at them, but really want to do them. So I'm going to push myself harder to to become better at those. So so that's how you you build that it's not an instinct. It's like really listening to yourself is by also testing yourself in different scenarios and situations and seeing what comes out as a result. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because we are willing to, to make such experiments with some SEO efforts, with uh, some website projects and everything. But when it comes to us, then like we are not willing to test ourselves in some, in some new waters. Yes, for sure. And and it can be scary. But on the other hand, I think that's a part of, of SEO or content marketing or in our industry where we really have the luxury to try things for ourselves, like not risk any client's business or 
our boss's business and and sort of just build something and see see how it goes mm-hmm. um, because we want to try something. I've started projects and dropped them because I lost interest or my time was going into other things and they were not captivating me as much as I wanted. And I've I've stuck with other projects, although it was very difficult because they really intrigued me. Um, so so yeah, I encourage everyone to to sort of find that thing. And by saying projects, I don't mean that common theme of build your own website, set up your analytics on your own, see what happens. Like, okay, these are small tactical things, but it's like find your find your thing, find something that gets you passionate about it, even if it doesn't last, but you will learn something either about SEO or yourself or your next step or find your next opportunity through that. So it's definitely worth doing. Yeah. Every new step is actually leading you to closer to actually what you really need and want and being yourself as an authentic SEO professional. Fun story is my career in journalism very many years ago, started by actually making my own blog. Back when blogs were not like a cool thing or a big thing yet. Um, and I wasn't doing any SEO. I didn't know anything about that. I was just, I just wanted to write. Like that was what I was passionate about. And that's how journalists and publications discovered me. And then years later, when I went into SEO and marketing, <laughs> like, wait a minute, I've seen, I've seen this before. Uh <laughs> Oh, yeah, actually, I used to vlog. So it's funny how some things make you develop and help you progress without even realizing when I was starting my blog, I wasn't monetizing anything. I wasn't even monitoring how many people read it. Like I was just, I just want to answer to the comments. I just, I could see how many more comments I was getting. I, I just wanted to write and put it out there. And I would never imagine that would get me roles that, I wasn't even daring to dream of becoming like a journalist and an editor through a traditional route. So, so yeah, don't, don't cut off things because on paper, like they're mm-hmm. relevant to something else you're doing now, things lead to one another in more ways than we can imagine. Yeah, because if you don't see the results like immediately, it doesn't mean that the results will not come. Yeah. Yeah. Then we've, we've all seen, I think so many times, the graphs of unicorns and <laughs> exponential growth and there and and that has really um has really come into everything we we've come to believe to be true about anything we do but that is not the case like you know real life graphs don't mm-hmm. do that yeah and we are talking now about like testing trying different things taking opportunities learning some new things but actually for people who are listening to this and like they they, they are thinking yeah it's kind of like easier for you guys but how I can uh do this when I don't have like I don't know supporting manage management manager I have family I can't quit or I can test something just like for the sake like how to actually overcome that fear Mm. to actually really try to do something that you really enjoy and love. And I I really hear that. And if anyone's thinking you don't understand, trust me, I do understand firsthand. So (laughs) I'm not pointing the finger at anyone. Um, I can only tell you what I've done 
right? Mm -hmm. First of all, many times I've I've taken on things, right? It doesn't always have to be your project in that you started. It might be someone inviting you to, to an exciting new project. Maybe it's not paid or tested, right? But all of those can, can be your projects. So many times I've accepted and said, I'll do things because I could see we could be um, an experience that allows me to learn or to build relations, right? With, with someone that I respect or I like. And I've done it without really thinking because my gut instinct was like, that is so cool. And then I've said, yes, I'll do it without thinking. And then reality hits and you're like, wait, my family, my my daughter, my job, how am I going to do it? Spend hours regretting it. But then because you commit, you do it. So I think in psychology, it has been kind of explained that many times people actually make decisions or all the time based on emotional factors and triggers. And then they create the rationale to to justify them essentially mm -hmm. right so i'm saying don't rationalize all your feelings at once and say but i cannot do this i cannot do this um go for it sometimes right at the worst thing that can happen is that you can fail or drop it halfway there and if it's your project alone no harm done um another way is to just Push yourself to go into practice. One of the things I found myself um, holding me back whenever this has happened is not going into action because of thinking I don't have enough time to make it good, to make it work. I cannot allocate this time. It takes much more time to do something that is good enough for my standards. And the moment someone pushes me, like, this is ridiculous, just just go for it and, and do it. Or the moment I get sick of myself not doing anything uh, <laughs> and I go for it, I still feel I've done a terrible job. But then my motivation is that, well, now I've started, I can only, and I must only do it better next time. And then I continue iterating until I improve on that. You cannot, when you're in a project, the same as with a job, same as, with relations and family, right? This is going <laughs> dangerously towards philosophy now, but you cannot expect to be successful and your best every single moment. And that is another myth that, you know, we're sold from uh, companies, from everyone. It's like, you must give it your everything at every single moment. It's like, wait, I'm only human. Like I'm terrible in the morning. My brain doesn't function until I have my second coffee. And then around this time, Adriana, I'm usually just brain dead. <laughs> but the thing is that you show up. That is what makes uh, the massive difference between doing something and doing nothing is showing up. Even if you do, uh, one of the, sorry, I'm talking too much, but it just hit me. One of my most favorite artists in the world is Nick Cave. Anyone who follows me on any platform will know that probably because I've spammed the world enough. Nick Cave is not just, you know, that super talented human being that creates this amazing art. Nick Cave is a very disciplined artist who just goes to his office, he sits in front of his typewriter, right, or in front of his screen and pushes himself to do something. And many other like writers, many other successful artists we know work or have worked in exactly that way. 
So showing up, like most of the time, I think when I've seen him in interviews, like I just sit there and nothing happens or I throw everything or write something that's terrible. It's going to go through probably 5,000 iterations to make it to, to a song or some form of art from him. We see that amazing result, right? I see, I hear Nick Cave and I'm like, wow, no one else can do it. But he didn't just wake up one morning and wrote that masterpiece. He probably spent hundreds of hours feeling sorry for himself and what he's writing um, until he got there. So, so showing up is the most important thing. And just keep yourself accountable for showing up. Same as with things outside our, our job. Uh, yeah. Showing up is, is half the game. Yeah, because... Th that is what I'm saying like to my clients okay like you can do that okay you can do that and, like what we are going to do now are are we going to at least like think if there is a, a little possibility to see like what you can do because like you can just like be there and be uh, kind of like I'm not doing that yeah. but you you want to do something. You just need to kind of like refocus your mind and brain to actually, yeah, let's see what I'm kind of like able to do today. Just like few minutes, one hour, work on your passion and then like leave it next day a little bit, next day a little bit. And then like you have like one full week of doing something that will make you like happy, that will make uh, actually success in the future. Yeah. Yeah, you you become better through practice. I think that's it. And that fear of failure is the only thing holding you back from doing it. I know this sounds like the very empowering, you know, motivational kind of thing, but I see it's true in everything and everyone I've met pretty much, right? I don't want to say there isn't a charismatic someone who just wakes up and unicorns fly around them. Maybe there is. If you're out there, please get in touch with me and Adriana, but... For the rest of us humans, it just takes effort and it takes, you know, commitment and it takes a lot of failure to get to that stage where actually you realize those failures led you in your way because they showed you what you need to work on. So yeah. I'm terrible. I decided I'm, I'm learning again for the fifth time in my life to play electric guitar. I'm doing it differently now than I did five years ago, <laughs> but all these five years in between, I wasn't doing anything because I was like, I was so fed up with when I was doing it. And obviously I was doing it wrong before. Maybe I'm doing it wrong now, but now I'm showing up. I'm having that commitment again. So who knows if I just carried on for the sixth year, I would definitely not learn anything new uh, around this. So yeah, oh, yeah. Just show up. And I'm learning uh, ukulele so <gasps> we can have a band. <laughs> That's the next podcast, Adrian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So I think we discuss a lot of value here, but just like for the for the end of this talk, I really want to talk about the kind of like results and like beauty once you align and tie your career with what means like success really for you. So when you match that kind of like personality and um what you love to do so let's talk about the beauty because maybe that will something that will motivate people to kind of like proceed with their dreams and to 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 work on it so being me first I have to caveat this like for me 
success is not a permanent state of being, right? It's not like, oh, I have this role now. It looks great on paper. It also makes me feel good. So that's it. It's like if you ask me one, two, five years from now, I don't know that I'll be doing this role or something else. So I guess in the same way as happiness is not a permanent state, success is for me is not a permanent state. I don't feel I've made it for now or for a while. However, the signs for me and the rewarding signs of what I do being being good and, and making me feel uh, positive things is that, for example, many days I, I may end up being very tired, right? I'm like, okay, closing for the day, going to my family, doing something else. And, you know, in the evening, it's like, okay, I'm going to relax. I'm going to do something like watch a film or do this. And I find myself reading about like a new thing that someone wrote about something in our industry. <laughs> and I, I, I find my brain telling me, stop, like you can read it tomorrow, send it to yourself, save it. So you read it. And I'm like, no, 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 I want to do this now. So, um, for me, this is, it's not technically a sign of success, but it's a sign of success of being able to do what you love. It's like you 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 find yourself wanting to invest this time into this versus something else that you also love, right? I, I love films. Um, another thing is that you get to impact decisions. You get to see the results of what you do. And I would be lying if I didn't say that, you know, part of success is, being able not just to be recognized, but to see the tangible results your your work brings, not just to you, but like to your colleagues, to your team, to the business you work for or your own business, if it's your own business. Um, so this is definitely something that is, is deeply rewarding. Um, trying something and working and then seeing others do this or being asked to do it more um they they are great things like i i am these are the things you know i'm i'm excited to to start work every morning after my coffee i have to to say that uh not before. back on coffee <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm not excited about anything before i have coffee uh <laughs> and then other than that is for me is that i get to to know and speak with with many smarter than I am people in the industry. So the fact that I get to exchange ideas, um, have a different opinion, right? But have like logical arguments and then often have so much fun in the process. But with people whose minds I admire, whose experience I admire, you know, for me, this is also a big part of, of why I consider, for example, this being success. These are parts of, of this, right? In between, there are many unsuccessful moments where I'm expected to do something and I don't deliver something that I don't or done on time. Someone is not happy with what I've delivered, so <laughs> I have to go back. But again, that is part of, of working. Like that is part of what we do, right? So as long as I think things are in context, um, People can balance that sense of, you know, yes, this is what success looks like. It doesn't look like unicorn land where everything is pink and, and flowers all around and nothing is ever wrong. Like many things will be wrong all the time. But I love that challenge of, 
you know, becoming better, learning something new, having an argument, even with a manager and like, you know, being this is my view. This is how I back it up. They have a legitimate view. They back it up. And then it's like trying to get to a stage where we're both in agreement. So all of that is are, are good signs for me, at least. Yeah, nice, nice. Thank you so much for, for this evening. And I see Nicolas here. So if uh, he has maybe any questions about this topic or any any questions that maybe he is struggling with, please let us know in the comments. You can also raise your hand. So feel free to take this opportunity. All right. Yeah, that's totally fine. So thank you so much for joining. All right. So I think we will wrap this SEO happy hour for this uh, first one in this year. So Erica, thank you so much for uh, this call. I was enjoying and I was learning and definitely that is something that uh, people who are going to watch this uh, will experience the same. So uh, I don't have any words. Uh, have you maybe any anything that you would like to add that I didn't ask? Not really. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we've discussed everything, but yeah, I hope I hope people feel that, especially in this industry, it's okay to be yourself, to not know everything, to change the direction, you know, to move forward. So just just do it. It's like, it's, it's not my slogan, but, but just do it. Just, just go and do it. And yeah, feel free to get in touch with me as well on LinkedIn or anywhere, but Adriana, it's been, it's been an honor. Thank you so much for inviting me. Um, and yeah, I really enjoyed our conversation. Thank you. All right. So that's it. And I will see you in the next SEO happy hour episode.